0: I'm going to share with you a recent interview I did with Edmar Mack around the mindset required to be a successful property investor. So I hope you enjoy the interview and I'll see you at the end.
1: Welcome to my live talk. I'm Edmar Mack. As I promised last week, I was going to be back on Wednesday 2 p.m. and we are back today 2 p.m. So this live talk is all about exploring entrepreneurship, leadership mindset and the business investment opportunity. So today I'm talking with Kevin McDonald, some of you in property already know Kevin McDonald. He has an interesting business and investment journey from losing a few hundred thousand to become top property investor and um, international speaker, mentor and uh, above all, the author of best-selling book, "No Money Down." So helping me to welcome Kevin. Kevin, how are you today?
0: hi good thank you great to be on the show edmar really appreciate you inviting me on and um yeah hopefully your audience enjoy it
1: okay well thanks i ho- i'm sure they will enjoy because all of us here we this platform is all about teaching all about uh finding a way to move ourselves so kevin uh now everyone knows you as a top uh, property investor you into um speaking and uh, mentoring. You also uh, wrote your best-selling book, No Money Down Property, which I'm waiting to get my copy, and I hope it will make magic for me, because there's many people talking about the magic the book is making. But before all of that, what did you do?
0: Um, so you said everyone sees me as a top investor, number one, so my mother doesn't. My mother still sees me as her youngest son. She's got no mm-hmm. idea what I do. Um, so not everyone. Um, but what, what did I do before? Um, I, I'm the youngest of eight kids. So I grew up in the West of Ireland and I, my, my dad, mum and dad had a farm. So I, when I grew up, my brother was about 10 years older than me. And he was given the farm as, as you do in Ireland. The oldest son gets the farm. And um, I used to work. I worked in a cattle mart. I worked in, on driving tractors in the farm and also for other farmers. Uh, but my brother got the farm and I got to go to university and I studied to be a quality manager, so um, really boring stuff, ISO 9001, Six Sigma, auditing, all this sort of stuff. And when I finished, obviously, in the, uh, living in the West of Ireland, there wasn't a huge amount of jobs for what I was doing. So I came to the to London to work for a construction company called Lang O'Rourke in 2002. And I spent well over 10 years working for Lang O'Rourke in construction. But while I was doing it, I'd, I had got some interest in property. So initially it started, started at university when um, my landlord used to come every, every Thursday, I think it was, to collect the rent. And he'd come and we'd, all, this, all of us students would hand him the rent. And I used to think, wow, that's a great job. And I spoke to him a few times. <laughs> he, he told me he had more than one house. And I, I remember going home to my mum once, going, you know, my landlord He's actually got more than one house. And my mum was like, how could he have more than one house? Nobody's got more than one house and this is the sort of mentality i grew up around that you have to you have to work hard for money and you know it's not easy to own a home and you'll only ever have one and make sure you've got a, you know you pay your mortgage and get a good pension and um i came to the uk and, and i guess i broke away from that a little bit and i got i, I started sharing a house with workers in Lang O'Rourke and one of them was a lad from south africa and he was interested in property and he had actually been buying property in south africa and he got me interested in doing property investing so that was how i how i sort of got into it but the challenge was i i tried to do it alone with no with william's support my mate from south africa but he didn't know what he was doing either really he was just doing the traditional thing which was saving up a deposit in a job to buy a house and then he'd save up another deposit to buy another house and he was buying cheap property in south africa with london wages and he told me that the best thing to do was to buy abroad because he was so i went off and i bought in turkey estonia and bulgaria but the problem was, he wasn't buying abroad. He was buying at home, because oh, he was uh. So I should have done it with his teaching Was go to Ireland to buy, a market I knew. But I went to three countries that I, I signed contracts in Turkey, Bulgaria, and Estonia. I couldn't even understand the contract. It was written in a foreign language. So <laughs> I, lost, I lost over 135 grand, plus people- I don't even want to know the final number. Um, Estonia never got built. It never even had planning permission it was a complete scam bulgaria has been completely trashed by the bulgarian mafia we had bought from the mafia and the turkey one i actually it got built it got finished and um, but it didn't really rent out so i sold it but i sold it for about half the price i paid for it so i lost a lot of money on that one as well um mm-hmm. but it was money i didn't have and i was in i had a bunch of credit cards that i had debts on and i had personal loans i had to take out i got lucky that i was irish because i could take personal loans out in england and in ireland and that was the only way I survived. And I was I was paying pretty much all of my wages in of Work was going to pay back the loans. And that was so I moved to UK two thousand and two. Tried to do property. By twenty fourteen, I was living in a room in a shared house and still in massive debt. But what I did was in twenty thirteen, I went to the Progressive Property. They ran a big super conference at Wembley Stadium. So I attended the super conference and, and I sat in the audience and I seen all these people up on stage and a guy got invited up on stage by Rob Moore, who's the co-founder of Progressive, um, a lad called Cam Devady. And Cam Devady stood up on stage and he was explaining how he had um, massive debt previously and how he had turned his life around and he had built a multi-million pound portfolio and everything was great. And many people hear that story and they think, yeah, right, yeah, sure. But what was interesting was a few years earlier, I had actually sat at an event in London in around 2006 or 2007 I sat at an event in London next to Cam Devady and he was in massive debt and he was there learning, trying to learn how to be a property investor. And what had happened after that event is I went back and I did my job for a few years and Cam Devady went to Progressive and changed his life. So that, get, that gave me the belief that actually it was possible because somebody that I knew had done it, knew, knew was not in a good place, had done it. So then why couldn't I? Does that make okay. sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does make sense. So... What you're talking about, um, I can look myself just uh, about to leave university and go into workplace and maybe go into a career that will add a lot of professionalism, but not a lot of what I want to get. And another thing I learned from you is that um, you made a massive mistake, which mm. I believe that also gave you a lot of power and the energy and the vision, the drive to be where you are today, but losing 100,000 pounds. That's not easy money, special for young, especially because you were young at that time. <laughs> it <in> my hair <laughs> yes, but uh, another thing I believe that I can see is a true from your side is that it's not what happened to you, but it's how you deal with what happened to you. yeah, you lost all of the money, but you didn't give up. Did you continue in your property uh, investment? or oh, mm, oh, uh, you took break, what did you do? Because you said you, to, you said you went to the, the training, but uh, was straight away or you had uh, some training?
0: So I, I, I bought the property in Eastern Europe in 2003, four and five, between that sort of two year period, uh, mm-hmm. two and a bit year period between the three houses. It was only 2007 that I realized I had actually lost the money. Because when you're buying them, you think it's good. It's only later you find out it's bad. So it was 2007 that I realized that I was in a bit of a mess. Um, and then literally through stress. my brother's 10 years older than me, he's got a full head of hair. I literally did. I was joking about this happened, but actually, stress caused, caused within about 18 months, stress caused all my hair to fall out. The stress of the debt. Um, I didn't tell anybody I was in debt. I was afraid to tell my family. Um, I was afraid to tell my friends, how stupid, you know, really stupid, you can't it's not something you want to share. How stupid you were it was only when I shared it a few years later that I could actually release the the fact that I made the mistakes but also help other people not make the same mistakes and so the debt I realized I had this problem in 2007 I realized that I was in a massive mess uh I I didn't have the money in the first place by the way this was staged payments I didn't have 135 grand to invest it wasn't like I I put it somebody read my book they left a review on Amazon saying why is it it's not really a big problem. He had the money in the first place. I didn't have the money in the first place. I paid out about two grand staged payments. I paid eight maximum on one. In total, i put in about 12 grand to the three apartments when I put down the first payment, and then you paid for them as they were built, and then and I had to earn the money because I thought I was going to get a mortgage, but I never got a mortgage, so then that's why I ended up on credit cards and personal loans, but what I did in 2007 was I literally stressed out for years. I put my head in the sand and... I wished the problem the problem away. And it took me till 2013 to attend that event. So six years of basically doing nothing apart from sticking my head in the sand going, I wish I didn't make those mistakes and blaming everybody else for what happened apart from myself. And it was in 2013 that I woke up to myself and realized that actually the person who made who invested abroad was me. The person who made the decision to sign a contract he couldn't read was me. It was my choice. And sometimes you've got to own your own decision. And it's only when you own your own decision that you can move forward. But here's what I'll tell you for anyone who's listening to this that's ever made a mistake. You absolutely 100% cannot change the mistake. You can't change the mistake. It's done. But we only live one life. You've got one life on this planet, right? And I wasted six, seven years blaming the world for my mistake. And then I owned it myself. As soon as you own your own mistake, then you can look forward and you cannot change the past. The only thing you can do is you can make a decision today to write a new future. I got in debt quickly, but you can get out of debt quickly too with the right mindset, the right knowledge, the right education, the right support. But you know what? The right knowledge with the wrong mindset is a waste. Because loads of people get the right knowledge, but they don't use it because we all know stuff we don't use. It's the right knowledge with the right mindset that gets you the result.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's a good point you just raised because uh, my, my main point for this live talk and all my live talk is about exploring mindset. Because when I was young, my mom was telling me one day that even if you move from Africa and you go to Europe, But if you take your mindset, you will create another Africa on in Europe. And if you move from Europe to America, and if you go with the same mindset, you will create a Europe in America. So it's not about where you are. It's about how do you think about what is around you? And that's fantastic. You like, you had um, a massive mess, but uh, you took some time and you transform your mess into your success. That's fantastic. Now um, now let's uh, leave math behind uh, what's good we're talking about. I always uh, remember where we come from to build us, give us foundation to where we are in the projected future. But uh, now you are a top speaker. I also call you teacher because uh, I, I, I watch some of your material and I see that you have a great quality as a teacher. You teach with passion, with love, energy, and uh, you are a teacher in Progressive uh, Property Academy. So, w- progressive property academy is a somehow I call it like is a, a particular academy because it's not public academy. So, if you Google it, progressive property academy, I'm not sure if it will come out as a progressive uh, property academy. But be um, progressive property community or progressive property community, yes. So, you teach some of the strategy to help people to get into property or to leave the poverty and start a new life. That's how I put it for myself, so it makes more sense. So what are those strategies you teach there? Okay,
0: so um, I was in huge debt, as I said, when I was trying to get into property, and many people think you need money to get started in property. And you do need money, but here's the thing. Most people don't have money. And you hear people that have become successful going, oh, you need money to get started. And then you ask them, how did you get started? And they say, well, I borrowed money from a bank or I borrowed money from a family member. Or I borrowed money from a work colleague or I borrowed money from a total stranger or I joined Finchard with somebody. So my, my, I looked at myself and I went, right, I'm in over a hundred grand of debt. What can I do? And every single property deal I look at, I look at it and say, how could I do this deal if I was starting with absolutely nothing? How could I structure the deal if I was starting with nothing? And everything I do is around the concept of no money down. And I wrote, I wrote a book on it, that no money down property investing. Um Mm -hmm. it's Amazon bestseller. It's worth a read. Uh, And there's loads of tips and stuff in there on how to, how to do deals creatively. The concept of no money down is not that there's no money needed. No matter what type of deal you do, money is always needed, but it does not have to be your money. Reality is and no, nobody buys a house with their own money because has, if you were buying a 200 grand house, do you physically walk into the estate agents with a briefcase, open it up and start counting out 200 grand? No, you, most of it is borrowed from a bank, number one. And here's the interesting thing. You don't even see that money. You don't see the bank's money. The, the money, the rest of it, maybe your deposit money. But why do you have to? We're in the year 2020. There's cryptocurrencies. There's loads of stuff changing. It's a disruptive environment. They're looking at people on the news like this week, Marcus Rashford talking about school dinners and making changes. He's not even in the government. But the power has come back to the people, not the system. The system controlled the country for years. It controlled the world. The power is with the people. You've got crowdfunding platforms. You can put a deal on crowdfunding platform and raise the money through crowdfunding. There's, it's not your money. There's, if there's, you've got a property, you could borrow the entire purchase price on an interest rate from another in, another person and pay them interest on their money. You could join venture with somebody. So long as they need to be a sophisticated investor. So on joint venturing, there's there's a website called, um, if you Google PS13-3, it gives you all the details around how you can legally joint venture. That's right? so a ps 13 3 legislation. But money loans, you can, you can borrow money off anybody for any interest rate. You can joint venture with sophisticated investors. You can do partnerships. You can even turn your pension pot into a SaaS, a small self-administered scheme, and use your own pension pot to invest in property. That's a pension pot that you probably have no idea what it's invested in. And when this coronavirus thing started, your pension drop dropped by about two thirds in value because it was in stocks and shares. Maybe it was in airlines or something that took a major hammering. But you control it if you invest it into property. So it's basically taking back control of your own world, your own life. And there's loads of ways. Somebody's got a mortgage on a house already. You could take control of their mortgage rather than take out your own. You can do strategies like rent to rent. So you can somebody's got a property, they don't want to sell it, but they also don't want the hassle of managing it. They want what I call the baby, but not the labor pain. And you can take control of that property, take care of the labor pain for them, look after the property and pay them a guaranteed amount every month, and you get everything above that amount. So there's lots of ways that you can create money from property, control other people's property. If you imagine a car, you lease a car, right? That seems normal to people to lease a car. It's not your car. You're just controlling it. You're driving it. It's the very same thing with the house. You control it through leasing the property where you've got the keys. Keys of the house instead of the keys of a car. So there's lots of ways in my No down Book that we go through that you can do this. But money, there's all, and property is worth something. There's always money needed, but it doesn't have to be your money. So it's no money sometimes, very little money, or none of your own money. The reality is, nobody, you see people with 50, 60 houses, they didn't buy that with the money they saved up in a job. They bought it through using creative strategies, creative strategies that it's allowed them to build their portfolio. And this is why mindset is the key getting the right knowledge, but then having the right mindset to back yourself, believe in yourself, and to go after your dreams and your goals. Because otherwise, you're going to spend the rest of your life in a job building somebody else's dream and goals. You see, you're either part of your someone else's plan, or you're part of your own plan. The question is, which do you want to be?
1: Well, uh, I want to be part of my own plan because I I believe I'm very young to be building someone else. So, um, what you said is right. You know, uh, some of us uh, before I say us. If you're watching us, one thing I want to take with yourself: your right mindset is the key for success. It's not about how much you have in your bank because I talked to someone yesterday, and they were telling me, "How did you manage to buy your house if you use a student?" So, and they have a full-time job; they have like salary three times than what and what I have. But they couldn't do it. So I was telling them, "Isn't you may have knowledge, you might have money, but if you don't know how to use it, mm. it's pointless." So you just you just nailed it. You may not have money, but someone else have money. So you might join your energy, your knowledge with the money. And another thing is. This podcast and this live talk and uh, Kevin is a living example that some of us, we needed to associate with some people because some of the poverty mindset that we born and that we trained, educated with, we have to change it. We have to eradicate from our mind to live life we want to live. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. you, are, you are literally,
0: you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. When I grew up, I spent my time with, I love my mates and whatever, but I spent my time with people who um, didn't, weren't business minded. Great people, hard workers, real good fun, great to be around, but not business minded. I still love my friends. However, I've got my friends and I've got my property friends because you need that, the two sides. If you're around people, when you say to them, um, you know, I'm thinking about buying a second house and they go, oh, don't do that, that's risky. You don't want to be doing that. You know, what if you can't can't find tenants? This sort of thing. That's the wrong person to be around. Yes, have some fun with them, go on holiday with them. But when you're looking for business advice, don't get your business advice off my mom. You get your business advice off somebody like me. Completely different mindset. Same family, different mindset. So I'll give you a story. When I was, when I was growing up in school, we'd go out in the night, out at nighttime to a pub or a nightclub. And there was one guy in our town. I won't say who he is in case he's watching, but he'll know one guy in our town who was quite wealthy and he always went out nighttime and he'd have 50 pound notes and he'd go up to the bar and anytime he was going to the bar to buy a drink for him and his mates, he'd always take out a 50 pound note and hand it across the bar. And we, me and my mates would be sitting in the corner and we'd see him go up to the bar and we'd go, look, he's gone up to the bar and you'd nudge one of your mates and go, I bet he takes out another 50. And he'd take out another 50, he'd go to buy the drinks and we'd all sit back laughing going, ha, another 50. I bet you I bet you. tomorrow he must have a huge amount of change in his pocket. He's, how is he going to walk home? His trousers are going to fall off on the way home with all the change because he's not spending his change. He's only taken out a 50. And we laughed about him. At no point did I ask myself, how is he making the 50? How did he get the 50? Where's the 50 coming from? What's he doing? What does he know that I don't know? Because we're in the same town, right? So whatever he's doing... I can do. I only grew up four or five miles away from him. So, what's he doing? Where is he making the fifty? How's he making the fifty? Wrong mindset. Being around different people today, anytime I see somebody drive a sports car, have a nice house, I don't go drug dealer, tosser, whatever it may be. I go, that's interesting. I wonder what he does. I wonder what she does. I wonder how they got that. Hmm and then you align yourself to those people follow the successful and success follows
1: wow i could you know i could be here till tomorrow just in talking to you you know <laughs> that's that, that that's that's just, just, just great you know for me um this is not a, i wouldn't say this is one of my best uh, live talk but uh, this is the greatest one so far and all of them being great but uh, all of them is great in that way and uh, i feel now i know maybe why you have a lot of success because you know what you're doing, you know who to associate with, and uh, you know how to get information. And uh, I believe like many young people or many people who want to make change should come to you and get some advice from you. But here's the thing, and this is why I believe everybody can do this. You say,
0: I know this, I'm gonna give my age away now. (laughs) I spent 22 years, from the age of 15 to the age of 37, I spent 22 years working hard for money, And at the age of 37, in the middle of 2014, I was in a, so now you know my age, (laughs) I was in the middle, I was in over a hundred grand of debt, having worked 22 years hard. By the end, by, by the end of 2015, I was free. Now I was not a millionaire. I was free of the need to work. I had replaced my income. Okay. I'm a millionaire today. But at the end of 2015, I replaced my income. Now, here's a mindset thing. When I start, what age are you, Eddie? What age are you? I'm 25. 25. When I was 24, 25 almost, I went off on my journey to Estonia, Turkey and Bulgaria between the age of 24 and 27 ish. And I lost all my money because what I did was I chased becoming a millionaire. I chased the money. I chased the millions. With no knowledge, no education, I went off and I chased millions and I found debt. In 2014, I chased knowledge. I chased aligning line in myself to the right people. I chased the knowledge and I chased one deal at a time, one deal at a time to replace my income. You see, I was trying to be a millionaire, but you know what the most important thing is? Not the money. It's your time. Get your time back. If you if you need three grand a month, right, stop trying to chase the million, just get to three grand a month. What will three, I need three grand a month. Let's say you do rent to HMO. So you rent to rent a property and you run it as a HMO and you can make a thousand pound a month. Then you need three deals. Now you don't need a million, you just need three the keys to three houses. If you're going to make 500 quid a month, you need six deals. You could say, okay, I need six deals. I'm going to do one every two months for the next 12 months. Now, you've got, now you're starting to build your plan. The, but the problem is a lot of people have this knowledge They're going, oh, I want to make all this money. They're chasing a dream instead of having a clear plan. And there's only three things, three things you need to get successful, right? You need knowledge, you need time, and you need money. Here's the thing. You might be sitting at home thinking, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I've got the money. You might be sitting at home thinking, I- I've got the time and the knowledge, but I don't have the money, right? Nobody, nobody when they start out have got all three. The difference is some people back themselves, believe in themselves and go for the bit that's missing. So if you've got the time, it's easy to get the knowledge, right? Read my book, read other books, come and do some trainings, get the knowledge. And then the knowledge will show you how to find the money. If you've got the money, look for somebody with the knowledge and you can, You one person's knowledge and time, somebody else's money, you've got the perfect joint venture partnership. So, it, this, guys, is all about mindset. It's the mindset about you believing in yourself. Because I will tell you, there is only one place, one place that property investing does not work. There's only one place that business does not work. And that
1: one place is right here in your head. Wow. If that's where it doesn't work. Hmm? Maybe I have to change my head or I have to align myself with people who have completely different mindset. Because it's what definitely- you just...
0: It's aligning yourself with people with a different mindset. Cause I spent till the age of 37, I, I, I believed that it was impossible. I believed that I was, I shouldn't have dreamed. I made mistakes. Why would somebody like me? Why would, why would I ever be able to be successful? No, like none of my family were ever business owners that we all have jobs. My sister, I have a sister that's a teacher good job, right? Why is she a teacher? Because in school, right, our career guidance people would tell us in Ireland to be a policeman, a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, um, one of those type of jobs. Why? Government government job to keep you in the system for the rest of your life. At no point when I went through school, did anybody, until I moved to England, by the way, right? I shouldn't even share this. this is this how backward I was? Until I moved to England, I didn't know people made loads of money on the stock market as stock market traders. I'd never heard of a stock market trader and loads of other types of jobs. Now today, we've got YouTubers. We've got 15-year-old kids. My son is three years old, right? And he's watching this Ryan's Toys online the whole time. He talks more about Ryan's Toys than he does about me. Ryan's Toys, he made $17 million last year or something. The kid's eight years old. So don't tell me that you can't do this. There's never been a better opportunity to make money in this world. There's never been more money in the planet than there is today. And if you don't have the money, that's because of two things. One is you don't believe you deserve it. And two is you're possibly chasing the money instead of chasing the knowledge and being around the people who can teach you the right mindset and change your mindset. Because you don't need a new head.
1: You just need to reprogram your head. Wow, I I did uh, I did uh, my first and second year. I did computer science, and uh, I know how to program, create website, coding. Now, one thing I have to do, I have to learn to program and coding myself. All the Java, all the CSE, plus plus will be (laughs) in my own head. Because what you just said is like is a changing. And if you just join our live talk, uh, we are talking about right mindset that can make you live the best life you always dreamed of. And that today, as you can see, my, the only one, Kevin McDonald, who is a, I call him property teacher, but uh, he is everything from speaking from the book, from the knowledge, family man. So, you know, there is like, there's like, everything you want to know in life, you can ask him because he lost and that he came back. Not everything, not everything, <laughs> relationships. Well, you know, like everything in terms of uh, business and um, opportunity, a change mindset, because you, you just said with the right mindset you can do everything. So if you have the right mindset, then you will be able to do everything you want.
0: And if my wife's watching our relationship's fine. I don't mean our relationship, I mean other people's relationships.
1: Don't I'm not a <laughs> worker. <laughs> no, you know, like I take some of the weight on myself. Uh Kevin McDonald I'm asking some of the trick questions so don't worry yeah we still want him back tomorrow the way he is today <laughs> <laughs> you, spoke, you spoke about you, you doing computer programming mm-hmm. and how you need to reprogram your own mind What's the most powerful computer in the world The most uh, the powerful the, the most powerful the biggest powerful computer in the world right now is a Qing Jin, uh I forgot how to say in China in, in Chinese is a um, a Chinese supercomputer and that uh, he does four forty uh, four quadrillion uh, processing per second. Okay. So it's a supercomputer in China. So I'm gonna challenge you on that. Mm-hmm.
0: That is not the most powerful computer in the world. The <laughs> most powerful computer on the world sits in the world, sits between your two ears. Our brain. Our brain is you the get, most you- our brain is the most powerful computer in the world. Now, I want to <laughs> challenge you and I want to challenge your entire audience on something. You say it's not possible maybe to do property or it's not possible to be successful in business or it's not possible to become a millionaire. I'll tell you something. It is impossible. It is impossible to think an impossible thought. The only one thing that's impossible in this world is to think an impossible thought, Anything that's ever been taught by a human mind has been achieved. There is not a single thing that you can think of that is not possible. So, If one other person can be successful in business, so can you.
1: Yes, that's the point of our mind. That's the point of our uh, live talk, because one thing I learned from all successful people, they don't. Respect the limitation and the barrier created by society. They create their own way. I was reading, I was reading a Bill Gates book. He said when once he was working for IBM and that he was talking then about the dream of creating this fancy and the new computer idea and that they laughed at him. So he went home and he did, he did that computer and he came back. Now IBM depend on Microsoft to, to leave. So if there's no opportunity where you are, create your own opportunity. You know, yeah. I, I talked about myself, where I where I was born, and that the family I came from. We didn't have a, enough opportunity to dream because when I talk to my other classmate and the friend, I ask them, "When you were young, what did you dream to be?" They always tell me, "Oh, I I always wanted to be scientist. I always wanted to be like research, all of that." Then I look at myself, but I I, I remember I didn't have the opportunity to dream. Where where like because. There was not in my home. So I said, now I know why I didn't have opportunity to dream. Because the opportunity was in me to create my reality instead of just dreaming. Yeah. Where are you mm-hmm. from? I'm from a small country called South Me and the Prince near to Africa. Near, it's, it's a country in, in Africa, a very small country called South Me and the Prince with only 200,000 people.
0: Wow. Okay. So here's what's interesting. I coach and mentor a lot of people. And a lot of people I meet at events as well that don't take coaching and mentoring. And, and they don't, for whatever reason. They don't back themselves. They don't think they need it. They go away. They make the mistakes. And they, they lose more money making mistakes than they ever do doing it through support because you pay for your education one way or the other. But here's the thing um, a lot of really successful people, one of the big no the, 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 the people that don't maybe back themselves. Sometimes I, I'll, I'll speak to people and they'll say to me um, that they, they don't think it's possible for them or, um, you know, they're not confident speaking to an estate agent, or right? I'm not sure if, I, if I'll come across as knowledgeable or am I too old in my 50s or am I too young in my, in my teens? Here's the thing. I meet people in their teens, in their 20s, they're too, they say they're too young. I, when I was 22, two, three, I thought I was too young. I waited till I was 24, then I made mistakes, right? So um, I know people in their, that are teenagers, early 20s, that think they're too young. I also know people that are teenagers, early 20s, that are absolutely smashing it in property. I know people in their 40s and 50s that are absolutely smashing it in property, and in their 60s and 70s. And I also know people who say, I think I'm too old. Here's my question. It's back to mindset. What was the day? What was the day that you went from too young to too old? Because the very people that say I'm too young and the very people that wake up someday and go, I'm too old, right? The reality is you're never too young, you're never too old. While this thing here in your head is still ticking, you can achieve anything you choose to achieve. No such thing as too young or too old. No such thing whatsoever as that. It's all about you backing yourself. But here's the thing. Some, Some people are too comfortable. You're comfortable in your job. You don't need to take the risk. Many people say to me, right, Why did I lose? Why did I keep going when I lost so much money in property? And you might think it was a positive mindset. And I know we're talking a lot about mindset today. It wasn't really a positive mindset. My mindset was shit because everything I ever tried went wrong. I was 22 years, remember, doing nothing. Here's what I was. I had no choice. I had no choice. You see, I lost the money in 2004, 5, 6. And by 2014, I was still over 100 grand in debt. And I looked and I thought, if I continue to try and pay this debt back from income from a job, I will be paying it back till I'm in my 60s and 70s. I have never owned a home. I've got no choice but to try and make more money another way than in a job. Now, here's what's interesting. The thing that put me in debt, property, lost me over a hundred grand. Had it lost me 20 grand, had I lost 20 grand, I would never have done property again because I could have earned my way out of the 20 grand debt but the, the best thing, so the worst thing that ever happened to me was I lost 135 grand in Eastern Europe but the paradox is that the best thing that ever happened to me was that I lost 135 grand in Eastern Europe because the fact I lost so much money meant I had no choice but to keep going. It was nothing to do with positive mindset, I had no choice, okay, here's the thing. I researched what could make that money back. And guess what? The very thing that put me in debt was property. And the only thing that could get me back out of that debt was property.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. You, 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 you use your uh, somehow what made you get into issue to take you out of issue. So that's I'm, how it is. Some,
0: the problem is some people have got a choice. You've got the choice because you're comfortable to stay in the job. You've got the choice to watch Coronation Street in an evening instead of going out to do a viewing. When it's teeming down rain at seven o'clock on a Thursday evening in the middle of November, you can cuddle up with your partner on the sofa or you can go out and try and change your life. Some people are just too comfortable and they make all of these external excuses as to why they're not successful and they blame other people. But the reality is they're comfortable. You need to become uncomfortable if you want to become truly comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, while you talk now, I remember one day I was telling my mom, mom, I don't like eating this thing and I'm not going to eat it. So she was telling me, you like it because you spend uh, like some of your of your life living in England, going to good school. But if you travel to different country in Africa or somewhere like if they don 't eat what they have, they will die, so it is the same thing like you're saying, like the only reason we, sometimes we complain a lot and that we make a lot of mistake and we continue the level we are is because we have a choice to decide okay if i want i go if i don't want, I go, but of some people, if they don't go, they 're going to die, and if they stay they're going to die, so the only way is to move so you know um one of your one of your talk uh, you were talking about um buying property with not your money which yes. that the day i heard that it was mind blowing which come back to my mindset at had the time because after that i managed to buy my first place so but when i heard that it was I, my mom bought a house but uh, she worked and uh, she get money from bank to buy a house my sister bought a second house but she had to wait 10 years working a good job good salary to buy a second house and then you come in and tell me, you can buy money with not your house. Then you talk about a, a rent to buy. Can you explain to me what's rent to buy? Or maybe I already know what to rent to buy, but I was talking to someone yesterday, what's rent to buy, and they, they like, they live near to where I live, but their head was, what are you talking about? So I know they are watching. Can you just explain to them what's rent to buy?
0: Yeah. So the first three houses I lived in personally were all rent to buy. So the first one, I was living in a room in a shared house, and I I learned through Progressive, right, when I went there 2013, 2014, I learned that you could do a thing called rent to rent. Now, I was renting off a landlord in a multi-let property. So what I did instead was I thought, okay, let's find a house. And I found a property that I could rent out as five bedrooms. But instead of renting it out as five bedrooms, what I did was I moved into one of the rooms myself. And then I, second room, I turned into an office and the other three rooms I rented out at 325 pounds each, bringing in 975 quid. Now I rented the house for 575 and I paid the bills. My total costs were just over 930 quid and I'm bringing in 975. So I was, I had about 30 quid extra money. I had a living for free, free office in two of the rooms and I had no cost. So that was living for free, first of all. Now I was sharing the house with other people, but I was a living landlord. But here's the thing, I didn't own the house. I was just renting the house. Okay, rent to rent. But what I also did was the landlord I took the house off, I also agreed the option to buy. So I signed a contract that get to buy the property at any point in the next 12 years for 162 and a half grand. So the landlord had guaranteed rent of 575 every month and an agreed purchase price at 162 and a half grand at any point in the next 12 years. So if that house goes up in value, I'm still paying 162 and a half. But so I've got control of it and I can buy it later. See, when you buy a house today, you go to Barclays or Halifax or one of the banks to take out a mortgage my, my bank, my lender was the, the owner of the house. Why does the lender have to be a bank when the lender can be a person? In that property, I, I actually met my wife in that property. So we didn't, we, we, she was renting a room in the house, I'm renting a room in the house. We spent about a year living together before we actually became a couple. And then we decided to move out and find another place. So we moved into another house that was a rent to buy. So we, now when I say rent to buy, Many people go, I don't see these rent to buys advertised on the market. They're not advertised as rent to buy. You have to look for them. You're looking for a house maybe that's on the market for sale, but it's also to let. So if you've seen them, I know you've seen them. There's a for sale board outside and there's a to let board outside. But with the right mindset and the right knowledge, you look at that differently and you go, okay, this landlord really wants to sell. So why are they looking to rent it as well if they really want to sell? Because they must be struggling. So they really want to sell, but it's empty and they're covering two mortgages and they're losing a lot of money every month. And all they want is their cost covered. They don't really want a tenant, by the way. They really want to sell. So I approach them and I say, I really want to buy. However, could I rent it initially and buy it later? Rent to buy. That, that's all we're doing. Now it's not just how. We can target a landlord who's got a house for sale. Maybe it's been on the market for over nine months. He's been trying to sell it, trying to sell it. He's not got any offers. And we say, listen, we'll buy it. But you've been sitting empty for nine months. It's got, you're paying the council tax, the gas, the electric. There's a risk of a leaky pipe that causes a load of damage. Maybe somebody will break in. You live somewhere else. You don't get to see the house. We'll buy it off you. We'll give you your asking price. or We'll get a price close to your asking price. But could we move in today? rent it off you so we give you money we'll take on all of your bills we we'll look after the house we'll improve it and i'll buy it off you later mm-hmm. so you oh, many people think oh, how do i get these deals you have to find a, an investor who's got a problem a homeowner who's got a problem and you solve their problem i spent years trying to do property deals where i was only interested in me and my problem how do i make money from this house my entire approach, the full approach of No Money Down Investing is ignore you. It's not about you. Solve their problem. If you solve the other person's problem, if you solve the problem of the seller, they will, you will then get the keys. Solve their problem. What's their problem? Listen to what they're saying. How do you find out their problem? Ask them. What's most important to you? Have your cost covered now or get the sale of your house? What's more important to you, getting the sale of your house or getting your asking price? Because they say I can make you, I can buy it off you, but it'll be twenty five percent below market value. But what's more important is it your asking price. If your asking price is more important, brilliant! I can give you your asking price later. So I can buy it now for your value, or I can buy it later for your asking price. Which do you prefer?
1: Wow! The secret is solving the problem, and does uh, not matter uh, what. There's always option. If there's a will, there's a way. Fantastic. There's lots
0: of options. The great thing about property is there's loads of ways to negotiate property deals. Negotiation is a key. You could be the best marketer in the world. You could be brilliant at marketing. You could be brilliant at like, finding deals. But you've got to know how to negotiate as well. There's a whole toolbox of things you need to learn. But here's the thing. Just like becoming a plumber, just like becoming an electrician, it's a learned skill. Anyone listening to this right now, any one of your guests, I bet you, right? I bet you you are better at your job today than the day you started. Why? Because you learned, it's a learned skill. But here's why you're better at your job. You stay in that job because you got to pay your rent or your mortgage at the end of the month. But the reason you don't stay the course on property is because you don't need to because you're comfortable. Because you've got the job and the income and the nice car on the road maybe, are you doing okay? You want to go down the pub on a Saturday night with your mates if they're open. You want, you know, you want to go to the cinema with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You want, you, know, you, want us to have, you want to have the perfect life that you've currently got. And at the same time, you're dreaming of having another income. But what you're not willing to do is you're not willing to commit the time. You see, this is a simple process, but it ain't easy, right? But I tell you what, it's the easiest hard work you'll ever do. It's the easiest hard work you'll ever do. But you got to put the work in. And many people will say, turn around and say, maybe I got lucky, maybe other people got lucky. Here's the thing luck is labor. It's labor under the correct knowledge. Get the correct knowledge and do the work.
1: Mm-hmm. You wow. gotta give
0: something else. Right, there's 24 hours in a day. We all have 24 hours. You've gotta use your 24 hours smarter. You've smarter. gotta give something up out of your current 24 to make the time
1: to change your life. Wow. That is fantastic. I'm just, you know, I'm just listening to you, and I forgot about time. Our time is flying. I do have two questions left, yeah, uh, no. which I have to ask you. Sorry, uh, give me uh, another uh, two or three minutes, please. Yeah, you're and, fine. Uh, but uh, before b- before we go there, I just want to tell you that uh, thanks for the great lesson. You know, the lesson is fantastic. Some of, of our viewers are engaging with uh, some questions, and uh, there are some people who is very advanced in property. But uh, the lesson and the life experience speak more than everything. And I can see that you are full of knowledge. And uh, one day uh, I remember my mentor was telling me, don't look for promotion. Don't go and ask your manager to, to be promoted or to 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 um, what he said. He said, don't ask for pay raise. Go and uh, fix your manager problem. And yeah. uh, he was telling me, if your mom is giving you a of headache at home, Go and start fixing your mom's problem. I said, What do you mean? Yes, go and start washing the dish and uh, go <laughs> and start cleaning the living room, you know, go wash your mom's car. When you start fixing your, your 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 headache issue, they come to you and they start like they start helping you. So if your problem is uh, you you feeling like you have a death or you have an issue with life, watch this video, connect with some people who is way ahead. You know, like as Kevin said, the right mindset, start start reading some books. Some people are mad, they like they are frustrated with themselves. Start reading some books, Start associated with some people. As you said, YouTube is a free channel. you know there's endless information there. You know uh, I just have to respect your time. You know one thing we have to take in consideration is that one of the points you raised is that uh, is a rent to rent in the house of multiple occupants with uh h m o. So it is like I believe it is the easiest or the simplest uh, to start, uh, comparing to going to the bank and getting mortgage and doing single let. But uh, with the with the challenge of COVID nineteen, like in the market, do you think like do you think people are going to what makes people go to the to live in like in for example in Asia more? right. So I get asked this as well a lot, right? People mm-hmm. recent. Then, um is there still demand
0: for rental now with the current market? the last time I checked right pretty, okay well, obviously we've got we 're in the middle of a, of a pandemic, and a lot of people have lost their lives but well, there's sixty eight million plus people in this country. The last time I checked, we all need to live in a house mm-hmm. just because there 's a pandemic doesn 't mean we all moved into the streets so Apart from what's happening with the the illness, the population of this country is not much different than it was six months ago. Here's the interesting thing, though. We are now in a recession. Officially, we're in a recession. Many people are talking about, many smart people are talking about the fact we're in a depression. Now, when we're in a recession, things change. Strategies change, things change. The thing about strategies like Rent to Rent things like lease options they come into their own in a recession they become even more important in a recession because somebody that needs to sell their house but the house price has dropped let's in october people are in a false bubble right now come october there's going to be a there's going to be a drop in the housing market because if you remember a couple of months ago loads of companies were laying people off and then the government introduced a furlough scheme and said bring them back we'll pay them but the furlough scheme is coming to an end at the end in October. So what the companies are going to say is, um, I hope you enjoyed being back for the last few months. We did our best to help you out. However, furlough's ended. We, Our circumstances haven't changed. We're going to have to lay you off. There's going to be layoffs coming. And that, that will bring a dip in the housing market. It'll reduce prices. Now, more importantly, loads of people have been living at home together, husbands and wives, fighting with each other, realizing, actually, I don't really love you. they're divorcing. I read a report this week. Divorce has gone through the roof. And what happens when divorce goes through the roof? Single people, a couple separate and become single people. One of them has to get accommodation elsewhere. Guess where they move? A HMO room. They don't move into a big four-bed detached house in the country. They move into a HMO room. We've been inundated in our our letting agency for one half of a couple looking for a room in a HMO. Secondly is... All the young people in their twenties just out of uni, like yourself, right? Out of university, they're trying to do the keep up with the Joneses thing. Tell their mates, look at the nice, like studio apartment I've got overlooking the river or the nice two bed flat or one bed, two bed house, whatever it may be. And then they look and they go, wait a second. I need to be a little bit smarter here. I need to save some money. I'm going to, I need to give up this expensive apartment and I need to downsize. I ain't moving back in with mom and dad. Where do they move? they move into a room in a HMO. The one type of rental that goes through the roof in a down market is HMO rooms because it is the cheapest place to be. So there is, when there's less demand, and it's all about supply and demand, when there is less demand for single lets because people want to downsize, then there is a a spike in demand for HMO rooms. There has probably never been a better time in eight or nine years to have HMO rooms because there's going to be a spike in demand coming for the people because if you think about it, the squeeze in the market everyone's looking for cheaper accommodation and it'll become even more prominent come October
1: Hmm. wow so HMO and uh, the opportunity is still here it's not about the challenge not about COVID-19 it's about how we see the market and um One thing I can tell you, yeah. Well, this comes to mindset.
0: When the COVID-19 thing started at the end of March, beginning of when we went into lockdown at the end of March, I made a choice, right? I could have chosen to go back to my 2007 mentality and put my head in the sand and go, the world's shit, everything's ruined. But what I chose to do is this. I chose to go to work every day. Get up, get dressed, get out, get making money. Go to work every day. I chose to live my life as if nothing happened. Now, when i said to go to work every day this is my home so i'm at my office desk and i like my house is just next door it's my garage but i i when i go to work because i walked i come downstairs from my house i make myself my breakfast i have a coffee and i come out into my office and i work like i did in february january and all through 2019. i do what i always did i didn't i didn't let the anything people still need to live in houses we still have a property business The world has to go on and this pandemic will be over with. And what will happen is some people will miss the opportunity because more millionaires and more billionaires are created in a time of crisis that are ever created in a time of a rise. And some people will sit back now and go, we can't do anything now. The world's in shit until things are sorted. And then as soon as things are sorted and the markets start to recover, then the very same people will say, we missed the boat. (laughs) And the same people that said,
1: I'm too young and I'm too old. Mm-hmm. So, so what I get from you is that you're never too young, you're never too old. I remember uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook was young when he made his billion. And the Colonel Sanders from KFC was in his 65. When he also started KFC and everyone, apart from some vegan and vegetarian, does not eat chicken, but all of us, we have a taste of KFC or we know KFC. So then there's never age there's there's no need of excuse because there's endless of opportunity there's always a way if you want to do it our my last question is uh, I think you were the right person to answer this question based on your experience um my friend asked me uh, because I've, i I turned a progressive property in two thousand seventeen end of two thousand seventeen september two thousand and seventeen Considering I'm, I'm, I was a full-time student, and uh, February 2018, after five months, I bought my first property as a full-time student. So if I'm a student, I didn't have a full-time or part-time job, I got a property, like you have a full-time job, you have a salary, you can do it. If you don't have full-time job, you don't have full-time salary, you have a, some cash, you can do age and more. So there's an option for everyone. It is not is now the never time for you to change and make change so my last question to you is people who wants to start in property but there's always a fear of making mistake or losing money that's like when you ask people do you want to do this that's what they answer so based on your experience what do you want to tell them i'll tell them to
0: do the maths wow (laughs) and i'll tell you what that means now so Number one, is you mentioned KFC a few minutes ago, we live in, a, we live in the United Kingdom. We live in a democratic country, right? No matter what happens, right? Rob Moore said to me a few years ago, he goes, no matter what happens, you are not going to end up down KFC licking people's fingers. It ain't going to get that bad. Okay. So this is what you should do though. Right. Right. This, think about this, do the maths. Stay in a job. What's the average salary in the UK? Average salary is around 26 grand. What that, that's before tax, that's salary. That means you take home 1,750 quid a month. 1,750 a month. Let me get a calculator and I'll show you the maths. You might not see this, but 1,750 a month times 12 months times an average working life of 40 years. So you're 24 now, if you work for 40 years, 64 years old, the best part of your life is gone unless you're 64. If you're watching this and you're 64, the best parts ahead. But you will you will make eight hundred well eight hundred and forty thousand pounds in your yeah. life with average UK salary. That is before you put bread on the table, clothes on your back, car on the road, petrol in the car, diesel in the car, whatever it may be. Before you put kids through school, before you spend a single penny to make a million quid. To take home, to salary one million pounds in forty years. Not take home money. Salary you need to be on thirty-five grand a year. Thirty-five grand a year. Two two fifty. Twenty-two fifty. Take home. Twenty-two fifty times twelve months times forty years is a million and eighty thousand pounds. One million and eighty quid. Before you put clothes on your back, food on the table, kids through school. Before you spend a penny. Thirty-five grand a year average salary. The system is set up to fail. So you're telling me, right, an, an, an audience member, I mean, not you, Eddie, right, an audience member may be sitting at home saying to themselves, it's too risky. What if I fail? The reality is you're failing right now. The reality is you're in a system that's failing you. You're in a system that is failing you. And you already know, just do the maths, you already know the outcome of not taking a chance, of not backing yourself, of not getting educated and not going for it. Here's the thing. You don't have the time, right? 40 hours a week you might work, maybe 50. There's 168 hours in the week. You got the same time as me and I run 10 companies today. Richard Branson runs 400 odd companies. Same time as me. We have 24 hours. We manage our time better. Use your time better, right? If you can't afford it, if you're in debt, go wash some cars. Go out and wash some cars. Wash some people's windows, right? If you don't want to risk the money you're making in your job, Go get a second job, pull some pints down a pub when they're open, wash some cars, do something to create some money. And instead of going and buying some new clothes with that money, put it to one side and use it to invest in your education. Right? I am do not get yourself in debt. You back yourself, you put the time into it, and you if you
1: really want it, you'll find a way. Wow. I That's fantastic, Kevin. Thanks for everything you gave me today. You know, I'm just, I'm just sweating. I don't know. I'm not playing football. I'm not at the gym, but I'm just sweating. I don't know why. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a information getting in. Uh, it's a weight of information. Thanks for that. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the energy. You know, i as I believe in God. I pray that God will continue blessing you, continue giving you all you deserve because there's too much to learn from you. And uh, what you just said, when there's a will, there's a way. If you're tired of the, your life, if you're tired of, of living on paycheck to paycheck, waiting for end of month, receiving the rest left over from the company, make change in your life. If you can make change, better days ahead. Thanks for Kevin. I look forward to have you here in the future. And uh, do you have anything to say to the end? I want to leave everyone with one last thing. Whether you
0: think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Go smash those goals, guys. I've been Kevin McDonald. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. Um, It's been absolutely awesome. I've really enjoyed it. So thank you.
1: Okay, thanks. Well, uh, as you can see, that was Kevin McDonald. He did it. Uh, That's fantastic. That's 100%. And I learned a lot of things today. So we are back next uh, on Sunday with someone who speaks Portuguese. He will be also giving us some information about Portuguese. If you speak Portuguese or if you interest in learning in Portuguese, every Sunday we have a Portuguese live talk. And Wednesday, 2 p.m., we will have someone also coming out again with good information to challenge our mindset and change the way we live, help us to live and to find our purpose and live better life. Thank you and keep yourself safe. I look forward to see you Wednesday. Bye.
0: So there are some insights around the mindset required to be successful in property from my recent interview with Edmar Mack. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're out on iTunes and Stitcher every Tuesday from 7 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe. Also, make sure you follow the Progressive Property YouTube channel where we're sharing content every single week and join the Progressive Property Facebook community. Over 30,000 people now in the Facebook community. Just go to Facebook and search Progressive Property Community and click join. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McConnell. You've been amazing.